You're listening to Youth Ministry Maverick, a podcast about mold-breaking methods to invest in the next generation of the church. Here's your host, Jeff Harding. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff. Welcome back to Youth Ministry Maverick. You're listening to Episode 83, Three Ways That Networking Can Refresh Your Youth Ministry. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, We enjoyed a nice little Christmas and winter break here at Youth Ministry Maverick and glad to be back um, talking with you about how to help your youth ministry tactics, methods, and thoughts. And as you can tell from the title, uh, today we're talking about networking. We've talked about networking on the podcast before. Uh, I've brought on some youth pastor buddies uh, that I was, I was in a network with for a long time in the Dallas area. Um, I've brought on Kevin Miles from the National Network of Youth Ministries, um, and it's come up in several other conversations uh, as well over the last few years on the podcast. So today, uh, we'll be talking about three ways that networking can help refresh how you do youth ministry. Uh, and it's sort of three ways, but also three steps, because the ways um, are sort of dependent on one another in a chain process. You might have to take it a little bit differently if you do some of these just by themselves without the others. But if you do all three together, uh, it'll be a streamlined process that will pay off in big dividends. So the first way that networking can help your youth ministry is when you make connections with neighboring youth pastors to do it in a way that's not just surface level and casual. Hey, let's try and grab lunch this semester or coffee or once a year. When you actually are able to take the time in your schedules to find some openings where you can meet regularly, maybe once a month, um, have a group text going with some local youth pastors that are right around you, talking in a two to three mile radius of your church, Um, get to know them, uh, play disc golf with them, do double dates with your spouses, uh, be able to share prayer and regular encouragement with one another on that group text. When you make and invest in those real relationships, it will benefit you personally and spiritually. And if those benefits are happening, that means your ministry to your students will benefit as well. Um, It's a really um, edifying thing to be able to be encouraged by those around you who are also uh, in the ministry bunker investing in teenagers. And it's a real help um, in many ways to be able to have a solid relationship with them. So that's the first way. Um, The next way, which you can approach again on your own, but think of it as a step because it might be a little better. Second step from there would be to do joint um, events with those neighboring youth ministries. You can do a worship night. You can do a game night. You can even do winter camps and summer camps. And I know that churches around you probably have different sized youth groups, But whether you have a youth group of five students or even 200, you can make this work. Now, it'll look different as far as 
frequency and setup and approach based on how different those size youth ministries are. Uh, but my own network that I was in, uh, in the Dallas area, uh, one church was easily double the size um, when we started off for their youth group, um, at least double the size of the next largest one. Uh, and I had a pretty regular uh, participation of 20 to 25 students, sometimes more, uh, sometimes a little less, but usually around there. And we were the smallest group. Um, and we were able to uh, bring in those neighboring churches. Um, every once in a while, there'd be maybe a different one that would come in for a little bit, but then because of just how their ministry was going and their calendar, they weren't able to join as much. But we always had at least three solid churches that were able to do thing uh, events with. And it ranged from doing a local service project together, doing a game night, uh, worship night, and yes, we did several winter camps. Um, and uh, the way that those events come together uh, have a few benefits. One, when the students see their leaders, the youth pastors, engaging with one another in a way that's not just surface level and like, hey, thank you, you know, maybe you forget their name for a second or whatever, but they actually see and can tell, hey, there's history here. They have a developed relationship. That will change the flow and the feel of those joint events. Because when students see that, they start to become more familiar with the other youth pastors and leaders and then their students as well. And there's a familiarity there that is powerful. And you show up and you're excited uh, to see other students, other leaders, to know that you're going to do some fun stuff together, some meaningful things together. And it really does change the flow and feel of your events. Um, ask any of the guys I was doing networking with or anyone that you know who's ever done networking in ministry. It's not just great for the leaders, but it really impacts students and your own volunteer leaders for the better. And when you're able to do those things together, come together for the um, for the meaningful events and ministry with students, but then they're able to see that with the leaders. Um, your ministry net and your impact will get wider, not just for your individual churches, but um, for that joint ministry effort as well. And I know typically you might look at other churches as competition of, hey, if we have more people going to our church, that means our church is healthier. That means we're able to do more for our church. That means that I make sure I get a paycheck, right? I know that those pressures are there. But we start to saw, we started to see something at our churches um, that were in that network with the adults. And when the adults and people who weren't involved with the youth ministry were able to hear about and celebrate um, big things that were happening with this local youth network, uh, it made them more excited to be part of their church. And it allowed them to make relationships um, with people at um, the other churches in a way that I'm going to allude to here with this third and final way or step uh, that networking will help your ministry. And it's to help students who are around you at those um, neighboring youth ministries 
realize that, hey, you all go to these two churches or these three churches, and the 46 of you go to this same school. And when they realize the impact of that, and they're able to connect that much outside of school, and then together, the youth leadership and that network is able to point them toward how are you making an impact at your school together? We're able to do ministry outside of school together. Maybe you invite friends to that, which is great. But how are you helping impact where you're at most of your week? You're here most of the week. What are you doing to help um, those around you to hear the gospel? And we saw Bible studies start. We saw prayer groups start. Um, we saw friends who had mutual friends with each other at the same school from different churches jointly be able to encourage and invite those friends to some of our joint events or joint camps. They got to hear the gospel and accept Christ. There was lives, there were lives being changed. And it was so exciting to see students be able to take the example that you've set with making relationships with those local youth pastors, and the spirit of doing joint things together and being able to take that to where they're at most of the week at school and see lives changed at those schools. And those three ways together um, make a really powerful statement on the community around you because it's a community-oriented and community-driven approach to how to impact um the area where all of you are at those schools, your churches, local service projects for that part of the city. Um, it's it's fantastic. And you can even get the attention of school board officials uh, who are believers or not believers, um, city officials being able to see, hey, these three churches always show up to do these things. That's commendable. That's, um, that's admirable and we appreciate it. And that's the sort of impact um, followers of Jesus in the local church should be having on their city anyway. And so being able to do that together with students brings an energy and excitement that'll be revitalizing to your own spiritual life, ministry life, and how you all do life together. So I hope that's been a helpful um, sort of recap of things that we've talked about before um, some other people and ministries that we've talked about before that can help in this effort. Um, Claim Your Campus with Olivia Wilson, uh, Williamson was a great episode and conversation. Uh, I already mentioned Kevin Miles with the National Network of Youth Ministries. Uh, somewhere in your city or definitely your state and even regional area with different states, there are local, state, and regional directors and uh, people associated with NYM to be able to help you connect as well. Um, feel free to look up those people uh, in the YouTube description and in the podcast show notes. I will drop those names and references to those episodes with people I've talked with, and you can check out those ministries as well on our ministry partner page on the youthministrymaverick.com website. All right. Well, that's all for now. I'm excited to be back podcasting with you and we'll be back next week with another episode. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And be sure to check out our website, youthministrymaverick.com. 
There, you can see a comprehensive list of our guests, their bio information, some organizations that can help you in your ministry, some articles I've published, and a store to help support the podcast. Also, we would love if you give us a review on Apple Podcasts, not just a rating, but a review. It helps our visibility, and we would really appreciate that. If you do leave us a review, take a screenshot of it and send it to me, and I will personally mail you a thank you card with some podcast swag that you can't get on the store. Well, that does it for today. Thanks again for listening. Please share this if it helps others that you know, and we hope that you've been encouraged by it. Until next time, adios. Adios.